Hello, and you're very welcome to Mind You, where I dive into how different people use different ways to self-care. I'm Brian Barnes from Brian Barnes Wellbeing, where I partner with people to create unique well-being solutions. Today, I'm delighted to speak to Nithya Shanti. Nithya has a huge passion for minding and serving others. Nithya is an internationally acclaimed spiritual teacher, facilitator and storyteller. And Nithya, I'm delighted to speak to you today. Brian, thank you for having me. It's a joy to be here. Thanks, Nithya. And Nithya, can you start off just by telling me you know, a little bit about yourself, please? Sure. Uh, I was born in the US. I've grown up in India. I did an MBA, worked in the corporate world for a short stint. And then I left all of that, became a Buddhist monk. I was living in the forests of Thailand and Sri Lanka for several years. And then in 2008, I left that way of life. And I just began meeting people uh, and having deeper conversations with them, like you and I are having right now. And I've been doing that for the last 14, 15 years. And yes, it's been, it's been beautiful, just heart-to-heart connections. 2006 onwards, I began connecting with people. And 2008, I left my monastic life. So it's been about 15 years that I've been connecting with people in a deeper way and sharing some of the things I've learned. And of course, learning from them in the process as well. So I suppose it's, it's been a two-way thing. You've been learning and <laughs> other people have been learning. From Always. You, which is beautiful. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And Nithya, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And in relation to how you mind others, you know, can you just dive a little bit deeper into how you mind others? I mentioned you're a spiritual teacher, you're a, a storyteller and also a, a, a facilitator. So how you mind others? Beautiful. Yeah, what a beautiful question. Uh, in the beginning of my journey, I saw others as a problem, <laughs> as a barrier, and they were coming in my way. They were interrupting my process. And the more they stayed out of my space, the better. <laughs> and uh, relationships and relating just seemed like tedious to me. Um, and over time, I've come to see that nothing's out of place in this universe. Everything is, is exactly the way it's meant to be. And I have come to see even the word other is also a misnomer. Anything within awareness it's part of my experience. But if I'm in my awareness, if you're in my experience, whatever's in my awareness is part of my experience. And can I relate to everything, seeing it for as precious as it is? Because anything that arises and passes away is actually quite precious. This conversation of ours, however many minutes it goes, is actually quite precious. We may never talk like this ever again in our life. So it's precious. Every moment, every meeting is precious. And if I can see it as precious, one, there's a powerful teaching from India, Yatha Drishti, Tatha Shrishti, which means... I don't see the world the way it is. I see the, see the world the way I am. I'm only seeing a reflection of myself in every person and everything. So in fact, I'm never, like right now, I'm not meeting you, Brian. I'm meeting my thoughts about you. And the audience is not meeting me. They're meeting their thoughts about me. So in other words, we actually never experience life. We only experience our thoughts about life. So the real connection happens, like with myself, which we'll come to in a bit as well. My connection with myself is the moment I don't believe my thinking. My connection with others is the moments I don't believe my stories about them and I just need them that radical way. I'm genuinely curious. I'm genuinely in a state of wonder. And I'm genuinely trying to get what's it like to be you? What's it like to be you? In fact, recently I've gotten involved in a whole uh, movement called Authentic Relating and Circling, which is a worldwide movement. And it's fascinating. These people have gone so deep into the alchemy of connection. There's so much to learn from this. Simple things like revealing my experience, checking my assumptions, welcoming whatever comes up and honoring myself and others are simple ground rules uh, which can allow us to go really deep, really fast. 
so it's really rich and i would say the main thing is love uh, coming from a heart of love and love is simply wishing the best for everybody wanting the best for everybody seeing the best in everybody to the extent i can do any of what i've just mentioned i'm really enjoying my connection with others beautiful absolutely beautiful and nithya what does that look like let's say in the work that you do because you know as you said you're you know that that kind of um that connection and that you know um authentic relation to people like how would that look like if you're facilitating a group let's say like the basic thing is the assumption that i know what's good for anybody is very suspect yeah. <laughs> yes. so yeah. so i really am very wary of imposing my values on anybody and uh, the earlier there may have been a journey from oh i want you to take you from suffering to happiness i want to take you from discontent to contentment but now i i actually even question that i actually want to take you from here to here from where you are to where you are i want you to go deeper into your present experience and value it and not try to dismiss it to get to some other imaginary experience so that's really juicy for me that wherever people are there's no mistake and if you can just value where we are and for the first time seeing where you are for the first time without judgment without resistance that's magic right there that's that's transformation right there so that's what i'm really enjoying uh, in my in my interactions with people yeah but i suppose that's the difficult part that's the difficult piece in all this isn't it it's is to actually kind of you know be where you mm-hmm. are and to accept where mm-hmm. you are it's the most difficult at the same time it's inevitable <laughs> and it's unmissable <laughs> and <laughs> wherever you go there you are and uh... Uh, absolutely actually i i i wrote that quote this morning um that's a john kabat-zinn book yes. um and i i actually wrote it in a Perfect. blog that i'm doing Perfect. on mental health uh, and kind of mindfulness and actually coming into mindfulness i suppose a, a lot of what we're talking about and what i've talked about with other people is based on mindfulness is that being in the moment isn't it yeah i would uh... it's 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 so funny we call it mindfulness when in a way it's actually mind emptiness and it's actually not not getting involved with the mind and uh, it's that's become really popular these days this this, this buzzword mindfulness i i sometimes yeah. like to relax that idea as well you know when are you when are you ever not at the present even if you meditate for an hour and your mind wanders 59 minutes out of 60 minutes and you say hey my mind wandered a lot how do you know it wandered because a part of you was still aware when it was wandering So I love this perspective that actually we are always here and it's just a matter of embracing ourselves exactly the way we are and that's also to know that your mind is wandering is also meditation is also mindfulness. Yes cuz cuz I suppose when, as soon as you realize your mind has wandered and you bring it back that's the flexing of the muscle exactly. isn't it that's that's building the yeah Yeah wow it's you know it's it's again it's a fascinating area and we we could talk for hours about it but Nithya thank you so much for sharing that with me and um could you tell us now about how you mind you like mm. as in your self care So one of the thing that shifted is that I it's similar to what I was mentioning with other people that this whole imagination that I should be a certain way I should be grateful all the time or I should be mindful all the time or I should be peaceful all the time something in me has shifted uh, to where it's like i don't mind i don't mind being sad i don't mind being lonely i don't mind being disconnected and in that not minding there's a deeper level of self care almost it's like a paradoxical that me allowing myself to be me and not trying to get to any imaginary place there's something very nourishing about that i'm not trying to get anywhere and so 
at yes. least in my current phase of life i really allow my body and mind to if they want to sit quietly they sit quietly if they want to take a walk they take a walk if they want to meditate they meditate if they want to actually spend some time reading something or even a so- a scrolling through social media just to be a kind of a relaxed awareness of whatever is happening being easy wherever i am being comfortable in my own skin uh, that i think would be my main practice trusting my process would be my main practice and therefore giving everyone permission to also be themselves and not some idea of how they should be could be would be so the way i mind me is by being relaxed about me and not i would say the biggest one would be not believing all my thinking uh just like the stomach you know you might have had lunch or dinner some time back and your stomach is doing its thing it's digesting it's secreting whatever enzymes and fluids it has to secrete to digest in the same way our brain is secreting thoughts and to not take it personally to not take your thoughts personally to not not take your feelings personally this has been a big one for me it's like metacognition it's like coming to a place where life can just keep flowing i don't have to get caught up in how the flow should look i don't know if any of this makes sense but that's where i am right now that absolutely makes sense absolutely yeah and again what you were saying there i was reminded of this quote by alan watts uh, recently and he said looking for a positive is a negative <laughs> and accepting but but accepting a negative is a positive yeah. so again like and again that's where you know like i suppose people struggle is to really accept where they are mm-hmm. and you know if as you said if you're feeling lonely and if you're feeling sad and people try and kind of get out of that kind of feeling very right. quickly but and you know and again um you know this is obviously synchronicity um i heard a quote from technat hand the other day about you know like if you're feeling sad just feel exactly sad. if you're feeling you if you're feeling lonely just feel lonely and almost you know as soon as you can kind of just allow yourself to feel sad to feel lonely um you know it dissolves and it may not dissolve and to be okay with that as well even even the intention that it might dissolve i just love just relaxing into it and i'm finding with <laughs> this brian that i'm able to love more deeply i'm able to be more open hearted yeah. and when sometimes because you see not there i love this distinction between commitment to connection and commitment to relationship the two things and right now you and i can have a very enriching conversation very deep very meaningful very subtle very precise and we're both so enriched from it and doesn't mean we have to be in touch every single day right so it's commitment to connection and once in a while it's commitment yeah. to, to relationship you want a certain relationship to last but no matter how it goes sooner or later there are some shifts some changes and so do i also allow myself to grieve deeply i love it this i can i can love deeply i can grieve deeply and i'm not afraid of grieving and the grieving also comes like a wave and it moves through me and i just feel so much more confident yeah. in going through my life with this that's beautiful man and again and yeah you know just to kind of you know wherever you go there you are to accept yourself where where you are and again i suppose we talk about feeling sad to allow yourself to feel sad and it dissolves but again as you said it doesn't have to dissolve it's to, but it, it's to feel it richly yeah. and you know deeply and know that that's your feeling for that beautiful. time well said beautiful yeah beautiful and nithya um What, your thoughts on mindfulness like you know as in like do you have what do you have a kind of a meditation practice like do you have a you know like do you stick to a plan or how what would you I used to have a pretty structured meditation practice with set out I like I said I used to be a buddhist monk so you can imagine like professional meditators yeah. I imagine I yeah. I was just for fun I once calculated 
and i think i've done about 25000 hours of meditation in this lifetime at least uh so there's plenty of meditation under the belt and uh, at this point yes. it's kind of changed a bit and try to like even this conversation can be meditative i can bring my meditative attention to it so it's le- it's for me at least where i am now it's a little less structured and for me actually teaching is meditation uh, teaching the buddha actually mm-hmm. says there are four ways to get enlightened five actually he says one of them is hearing the teachings second one is contemplating the teachings third one is memorizing the teachings fourth one is reciting the teachings and the fifth one is uh, is teaching the teachings practicing the teachings so oh, not reciting that's the same as memorizing it's teaching the teachings and the last one is actually practicing the teachings so even teaching the teachings or memorizing the teachings or reciting the teachings these are all valid ways to to wake up to who you really are it's not a set idea that we have to necessarily close our eyes and yeah. practice so for me right now talking to you is a kind of meditation uh just doing whatever i'm doing without making it a separate activity that's kind of more where i am right now exactly i'm bringing that sense of mindfulness into your you know into your present moment rather than seeing it as you know like a structure or a plan to actually kind of bring it into yeah. where you are that's where i am beautiful beautiful nithya where can people find you <laughs> currently they can find me easy place would be instagram just look for nithya shanti i spell nithya with an h n i t h y a s h a n t i and uh, my website is yeah. undergoing development again every few years i redevelop it so but that, my website is nithyashanti.com in a, in a few weeks it will be up again so yeah that's kind of that they can find me there and i want to recommend a book i'm really enjoying it's called you were never broken by jeff foster and i think it speaks to very much the things we've spoken about in this call it's poems to save your life you were never broken and i think this is a very very important new perspective that it's not always about healing and fixing and improving and changing i think we've had enough of that paradigm and now it's really a more accepting welcoming and owning the magnificence of who you are as you are this is the new paradigm i at least i want to lean into and i want to emphasize in my work that really there's nothing to fix because <laughs> as yeah. as, you know everyone's perfect as and, they and are and that goes so like deep that. because then even if you want to fix that's also allowed even that doesn't have to be fixed <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yes. like ramdas used to say you know everything is perfect including your desire to improve it <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank you so much Nithya and thank you so much for sharing how you mind others, how you mind you and best of luck with everything that you Thanks do. Thanks so much Brian. It's been a joy talking to talking with you. Thank you so much for listening to Mind You and I hope you've learned about the benefits of holistic self-care. Please like, subscribe and follow Mind You podcast wherever you listen to it. and please share it so we can keep the ripple effect of holistic self-care going out to the world you can find me and mind you at brianbarnswellbeing.com